Welcome to Topple Uncaged. I'm Steve Topple and you're locked on to the UK's hottest politics and music podcast. Each week I bring you the rawest takes on the big stories making the news, always joined by a very special guest. Then I pleasure your mind, body and soul with the freshest, most banging international music going. Uncaged. Did you hear there's a natural order? Those most deserving will end up with the most. What's up, everyone? I am Steve Topple. It is Sunday, the 25th of August, and that can only mean one thing. Yes, it's this week's edition of Topple Uncaged. If you thought things had changed. I had so many suggestions for the theme music for this week's show. But the winner did out, and it was collaborator 6988. Hashtag I stand with Chris Williamson at the underscore JPR. With this song, it is, of course, Jarvis Cocker running the world. So thank you for Collaborator 6988 and thank you to everyone who suggested songs. Um, Jarvis Cocker wrote this and released it actually in 2006 and did he believe that things would still be this way in 2019 that effectively are still running the world? Who knows? But it is very apt for what is going on at the minute. Of course, the Amazon is still burning. Bolsonaro is still blaming the non-governmental organisations for starting the fires. I'm no fan of charities, but but really, Bolsonaro, really? The EU has threatened um, Brazil over the trade deal it's trying to do with them, so he's now, Bolsonaro, sent in the army to try and stop the fires. And meanwhile, all shades of politicians are in uproar about this situation. Well, apart from Donald Trump and Boris Johnson, obviously. Bit of hypocrisy here from the EU and many sort of centrist politicians and more sort of liberal Tories on this. They're up in arms about the Amazon burning, but they'll quite happily see the Middle East burning for more oil, won't they? Yes, I love a bit of greenwashing on this show. Anything to get some sway with the voters, hey you lot. Of course, the fires in the Amazon is threatening all our futures, it being the lungs of the world. And that's kind of a running theme with this week's news, really, listeners, that it is threatening of our futures, which is going on here. Of course, as I keep mentioning, the Hong Kong protests, we're back to them. Yes, they rattle on. Lots of, again, centrists up in arms about this. But not so much sympathy for the Gilets Jaunes in France, now in their 41st, I believe, week of protest. Why is this threatening our futures? Well, the protesters in Hong Kong essentially are quite happy with the status quo. They'll quite happily have Western democracy waving their British and American flags, whereas the Gilets Jaunes are actually pushing for radical reformist change. Speaking more of threatening our futures, we've seen another charity go down the shitter this week. The charity Samaritans has accepted support from Paddy Power Gambling. Paddy Power Gambling has nominated the Samaritans as their official charity. Um, Anyone see the problem with that? Well, it just summed up my feelings towards charities that they will literally hop into bed with anyone for money. (laughs) 
Meanwhile, Benefits News, great Benefits News, I'll link to this in the show notes, has been pushing a petition about an inquiry into Atos Fit for Work assessment. To protest down the street. And of course, we had the massive debacle within Duncan Smith's sink tank for Centre for Social Justice, saying that the state pensionary should be raised to 75 this week. Dystopian much? I think so. <laughs> And Corbyn kind of summed up this theme of the future falling apart and being ruined for the rest of us this week. He had a good push this week on Tories failing the next generation of children, be that homelessness, be that school hunger, be that poverty. And meanwhile, once again, threatening the future, our Prime Minister Johnson has got Tory Prue Leith, her of um, Great British Bake Off fame, involved with trying to salvage hospital food. delightful um don't eat in hospital if that came in is my words Bullshit. Meanwhile, speaking of Boris Johnson... It's about that time. Yes, Johnson, that track is for you. It is a fantastic Kevin Gates with Stop Lying. Mm, why would I pick this? Well, Boris Johnson has been up in arms this week about the new Channel 4 editor calling him a known liar. Right, uh-huh. yeah, right. Mm, I would check out the hashtag No Liar on Twitter as I went to record this late on Saturday, the 24th of August. No Liar was trending. Yes, it blew up quite nicely, I have to say. Is Boris Johnson a known liar? He's a known bastard, that's for sure. Um, But his position on many things has flip-flopped over the years, not least the EU. So, Boris, this track is for you, as I say, Kevin Gates, stop lying. What's in the head of me? Great understanding of me as a whole. Probably one of the reasons you scared of me. Fiction, no telling me. Stupid expecting me. Thinking that I'm a believer, what I'm not believing. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I am. And I think the essence of the trap, the genre of music, is also rather appropriate because it is Notting Hill Carnival weekend. Yes, boom. All of you who are going to that have a great, 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 great time. Enjoy it and join to joint. And this week's episode of the podcast, therefore, is a music special to celebrate the fact that it's not only Bank Holiday Weekend, but Carnival Weekend in London as well. I've got two fantastic international artists on, both legends in their own right. We've, of course, got your news views as well in Twitter chirps back. That's here every week. So let's go with some music for Carnival Weekend. My first guest is... Side is the way to pretend. Never be basic again. A stage ain't for and here's this week's banger in Revolutionary Bird Song. If you listen to this podcast, Ponder Regular, you will know that I do not have run-of-the-mill musical guests on this show. I like to get the cream of the crop on in terms of people that, for me, experiment and are groundbreaking musically, lyrically, spiritually and culturally. That ranges from Protégé, who came on to discuss a matter of time, to my good, good friend King Mass with his album Crown, to artists like Black Hero with the Immortal Stepper, and 
My guest on this week's podcast fits perfectly into that category. He has just released this absolutely stunning album, like mind-blowing, I think is actually the word, album, called New Wave. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. We're going to get into that, obviously, during this interview. But it really, really, really pushes the boundaries, both musically and lyrically. And my gosh, can this guy sing as well. He's absolutely fantastic. I'm really, really <laughs> excited to speak to him because it's the kind of album I absolutely love. It's a pleasure to welcome to top of long cage for the first time firekin firekin thank you so much for coming on i am actually really excited to speak to you because the album is fire it's absolutely phenomenal so thank you for coming yes on. Uh, greetings and love give thanks you know thank you for having the eye on the program you know we do give thanks it is my absolute, absolute pleasure. Let's get straight into New Wave. Um, I, I want to get into the sort of musical intricacies of it and the lyrical content in a bit. But yeah. it's, I mean, it's a really expansive project and it's extremely, extremely, it's top draw, top quality stuff, Viking. It's, I mean, the songwriting Give is... Thanks. No, my pleasure. It's it's full of the songwriting's full of light and shade. The production is really, 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 really quality, which is sometimes missing from kind of um, the revival movement. But it's top quality production. <laughs> the arrangements of both the instrumentals and the background vocals, and also your use of percussion throughout it. I have to note the use of percussion. The use of percussion is fantastic. Um, but the yeah. whole thing is an absolutely fantastically well-rounded project, and so innovative as well. I mean. I mean, it, it was this album new wave was it a long time in the making how long from sort of start to finish did it take for new wave to really come about well new wave has been four years in the making four years you know this is my second album i dropped an album called child of the nile in 2015 you know so it was it was past due we I, I, i've been working on it ever since um Starting at 2016, you know, we'll keep recording, recording and recording and, you know, experimenting in the lab, you know what I mean? Just creating sounds and fusing sounds and, and, you know, just seeing what the result or the outcome would be, you know what I mean? And it really manifested to the fullness in the last, what, three months? Because I had so many songs and... Everybody was like, yo, we, you need to drop a project now. And I'm like, yeah, no, but I'm a perfectionist. So I take time and work and, 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 and the stuff. And, you know, so sometimes it will take me a little longer than, you know, usual. If, if, if it's up to me, because everything has to be perfect. You know what I mean? So it was a couple of hygiene of mine that I worked with on, on a couple of the um, songs. You know, people like Ratigan from Brixton Music Group and... You know, Island Stage, Susan, who pushed me. I was like, yo, you need to drop it. Drop the project. Drop the project. It's fire. So I was thinking January, February, you know. (laughs) 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 And everybody keep, you know, pressing me, pressing me and pushing me to, yo, just release it this year, man. Come on. And I said, you know what? Why not? Because I already started working on a whole bunch of new songs and, and, you know, it, it, it's some fire songs too. So, real talk, new wave is really the growth. You know, my my growth in music, my growth and journey, as you know, one said. You know, that's what the new wave is about. Because now we really have a full understanding of the industry. We have a full understanding of music production. We have a full understanding of marketing now, and you know. 
targeting people and places and, 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 and certain audiences and things. So we really grew as opposed to maybe seven, eight years ago. I knew nothing that I know now. Nothing. I mean, like, the only thing I, I, I know what to do was write and record a song. So now for me to be, you know, into hands-on, into production, playing instruments, creating my own beats and, you know, to, to producing my own albums and stuff. And, and, you know, the sound that I'm bringing now is, is, is a way more mature sound than then, you know, because I did my, my, my homework, as Irene would say. You know, we're going to learn from the masters, then we're going to study what Bob them did. And, you know, the Peter Tosh, them and the, from even in the 80s, when we did the Daddy I Ride and the U Ride. And so we got to the foundation and we learned the grassroots height. And now we put, we put in all of that energy into this new wave project. And new wave is not only just the growth, is, is, you know, is what is to come after as well. You know what I mean? As I said in the introduction, the thing that drew me immediately to New Wave um, was that it is so, so, so diverse musically. I'm, I, <laughs> I love artists which really, as I said, push the boundaries of music. Mm-hmm. And you do this on New Wave in absolute droves. I mean, just to take a few yes, tracks, sir. just to sort of talk the listener through some of the tracks. So, for example, you've got Steaming, which is very much kind of, um, it's got a bit New Wave reggae, sort of, but very dubby. Yeah. Yeah. in, in yeah. its sensibilities with this bass on a sort of fairly rapid lick mm-hmm. um, and then you've got a great horn section which answer your vocals as a great interplay mm-hmm. between the horns and your voice you then mix it up completely um, with Children of Far Eye with, with Kabaka, Kabaka Pyramid yeah. um, it's yeah. kind of, it's hip hop um, but then it's kind of I feel, it's kind of almost African sort of soul as well in some respects um, you've, Yeah, it's, it's a fuse of reggae, yeah. hip hop and, and, and you know the, the Naya Bingi sound you know that is, exa- that is exactly African what it is African drumming yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I got that completely um, and you, yeah, cause fuse, you hit, the fuse the fuse fusion exactly because <laughs> <laughs> you hear the hip hop with the kind of the main sort of drum arrangements with the sort of snare going yeah. on the hi-hat going on but then there's the, you get the, that African feeling as well it's, uh, I love it it's absolutely fantastic yeah, you then go tracks. concrete jungle which for me now don't take this the wrong way um, mm-hmm. don't take this the wrong way but for me it was kind of very much it was almost ambient hip-hop r&b and it put me in mind of the kind of toronto sound which the likes of drake sort of put into the mainstream it's kind of that yeah, ambient yeah. kind of borderline hip-hop borderline r&b but it's, it's an absolutely fantastic song and i want to touch on the lyrical content of it later on in this interview um but that's yeah. very interesting the whole album is just like that it's it's just this wonderful <laughs> mix of all different genres, all different use of musical arrangements, different use of backing vocals. Um, yes. it, it's just fascinating. I love it, love listening to it. It's absolutely fascinating um, to sort of immerse yourself in it and take it all in. <clears throat> really, really, you hear new things every time you listen to it. It's, it's third listening I'm on now, and it's, it's still I'm still spotting different things. It's absolutely <laughs> fantastic. I'm just going to take a breath at this point. <gasps> <laughs> so, so this mixing up of genres, Viking, and this kind of 
almost because it is experimental a lot of it where does this come from is this is this reflective of your own taste in music has it come through your own musical journey or is is sort of the mashing up of genres and styles is it a case of you do that depending on the subject matter of the track what is it where where does this diversity and experimentation come from with you well it comes from as 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 i said um in an interview that i did yesterday right it it followed from, it's really a mixture of both, right? Because coming up as a youth, when I was growing up, I was listening to a wide um, variety of music. Like the household that I was in, you know, even if I leave from the household that I grew up in to a family member's household, they still love to play music. So you have like from the old school reggae to the old school rock and roll from the old school r&b soul type vibe from the old school everything old school growing up you know we 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 we, we grasp to the music and we study them we learn them we sing them no matter who sing it even if it's a elvis presley you know what i mean so we, we grew up learning that wide variety of music and i was very much a dancehall and, and, and roots reggae fan from ever since a child and also a lover of R&B soul music. You know, so we grew up, I sing a lot of soul music and I sing a lot of reggae songs. You know what I mean? And yeah, the diversity came from that, you know, growing up because we grew up listening to from, you name it, the Elvis Presley to, you know, the the... Ella Fitzgerald um, and to the, you know, Nina Simone's to the, you know, to the Shade, the India Ari. And this is just international I'm talking about now. See, to the Aretha Franklin, to Whitney Houston, Celindian, like, you know, all the, all the greats, you <laughs> know, we, we hear all of that in Jamaica. And then now we move to the, the, the Jamaican stars and what we, we, we grew up and love. We have people like Black Uhuru burning spear you know um alton ellis you have bob marley you have you know peter tash you have you know dan carlos you have hugh mundell you have you know it's like it's a wide variety of people like when 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 i check it and i really meds it is like yo how could i not be you know someone who could be diverse in this industry you know with all these different genres that i grew up with and you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. So it, 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 that's how it really, you know, that's how the diversity in my music come about. If I can, just to finish up, I mean, you've already kind of told me what you've got in store because you've already said you've got five new tracks working towards an album already. But, <laughs> I mean, in the short term, so we're sort of nearly in September now, what's in store for the rest of 2019 for Firekin? What's What's going on with you for the rest of the year? Well, for the rest of 2019, I'll be promoting the new album new wave you know i have a show in the next what five days in colorado denver reggae on the grass and then after that i have one love one art festival which is in california and then new york city and washington dc you know what i mean so the promotion you know i, I think i'll take a break in november and then, you know, back on the road in December. And for the new year, we're planning a tour. Excellent. So, 
Yeah, so we're kind of we're, we're on the, we're working, we're working, bro, we're working, and also I'll be producing. I have an artist. I, I I didn't want to say much yet, but I I I have some artists that I'm working with that is very very talented, and I'm thinking about putting them to the world. We have Giselle Singh, like she is a dope artist. Well, I work on a couple of tracks for her. I'm actually producing an EP for her right now as we speak. So I can say look out for her. Very talented. She's like a Erica Bado mixed with... Love it. Uh, uh, yeah, like an India Ari type of like that. Jill Scott, that, you know, she has ah, that world sound. <laughs> so look out for her, definitely. We're working on a project together. You know, Nile Banks Music Group is a label. So anyway, when you see Nile Banks music, just know that's fire king. You know what I mean? And yeah, so for the rest of 2019, those are some of the stuff I'll be up to. Excellent. Shooting the videos as well for like Children of Farai, Lyrical Dan. You know what I'm saying? So the work is... is, is, is non-stop my goodness firekin has been such a pleasure to talk to you i really 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 enjoyed that it was it was great fun and also absolutely fascinating as i said i mean new wave it, it's a stunning piece of work it's already up there with some of the best albums of the year for me it's absolutely fantastic i cannot yes, recommend sir. it enough so people all the links will be in the show notes to where you can get your copy of new wave and of course more information about the man himself it's absolutely brilliant album absolutely fantastic guest firekin thank you so much for coming on the podcast it was an absolute joy speaking with you blessings king and thank you for having me once more you know it's my pleasure and you know i'll be glad to come back again and talk about the next projects to forward that is you booked in <laughs> firekin right. thank you yes i blessed love see Firekin is my kind of artist. Superbly talented, brilliant at mashing up genres and creating a real experimental sound. The album New Wave is absolutely fantastic and he was such a great guy to chat with. Absolutely brilliant interview, fascinating insights and such depth of thought behind everything he does. Absolutely stunning, stunning, stunning. So here is one of my favourite tracks of his album New Wave. It is both political and musically interesting as well it's a superb superb song absolutely brilliant so this is firekin with the track concrete jungle firekin concrete jungle check this out Suffer dirty gun just in case you run But shut an hour up with no taser gun Volcano erupt is like the place I burn Then use a lovely fire shut on up the place Like stagger up and stone of rock And left the base I run You're feeling like your ace are burn You want space for hide and all place for run But where them I go do this judgment day to come Abomination will leave a simple dung they wondering and 
wondering when them days are done But by the time them check the time Them life will come to none guys to be on cage because twitter chirps back yes this is that time of the week again this is twitter chirps back the section of my podcast where you set the news agenda and you get to have your say on the week's top stories it is very 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 straightforward i put out a tweet on the thursday evening you reply to it with your hot takes on the news and i will read them out on this podcast easy peasy and let's get straight down to business. First comments were from, let me look, um, oh, Benefits News. Hello, Benefits News, great campaigning organisation. They said, deep breath for this, <gasps> we have had enough of the think tank that doesn't think. That is Ian Dunn-Smith, so-called think tank CSJ. IDS and his sidekick Andy Kirk are blocking people on Twitter as they don't like any criticism of their goddamn awful setup. When they came up with the crud that is universal credit and line in with the government's very offensive and ageist hashtag midlife MOT to now integrate with work till you drop pension age at 75 and work and health being the obsession typical far right gone too far right Tories who hate left and poor and then he's also added check this out he who writeth the crappeth CSJ plans for the aging workers is a snidey little turd see his page and this is referencing Patrick Spencer who works for the Centre for Social Justice my goodness benefits news that was a mouthful um but yes I indeed touched on this well some of this in the introduction yes of course the Centre for Social Justice saying that they would like to see the state pension age increased to 75 a lot of propaganda about this saying how it be good for people good for workers to keep them active until their older age never mind the fact that the average age of death for dying in this country is actually falling among the poorest people in society never mind the fact that part of this is a crude move by the conservatives because they've upped the age which young people have to stay in education training or employment to 18 so therefore they're offsetting job losses there when more people are staying in education by increasing the age that people have to work until never mind the fact that of course this is a very good move for corporations' bottom lines because, on average, it costs over £20,000 to train a new employee. Why well, train a new one where you can keep an older one on for longer? Never mind, of course, this will all save money on the welfare bill. But ultimately, of course, what this is, in the same way that we see with universal credit, is yet more marching towards a dystopian future. I mean, working until you're 75, literally working till you drop, is absolutely staggering. This corporatist attitude that everyone is measured by their value of work just keeps rolling on and on and on and on. It is a staggering state of affairs. Of course, Amber Rudd, Work and Pension Secretary, has come out saying this is not government policy, but with Ian Duncan Smith being so embedded with Boris Johnson, I'm sure it will be government policy very soon. 
absolutely awful state of affairs. We are heading towards this nightmarish hell of a future. And as Nicola Jeffrey, my queen, Nicola Jeffrey pointed out on this, with more liars lurking in the shadows and pension age increasing, we can't even have a sensible debate with these decision makers or call them out on social media for fear of being accused of abusive harassment or being blocked. And yes, as John Ritchie, hashtag GTTO, at LFCJMR pointed out, hello John, um, he says, I don't know whether to laugh or cry, but IDS has blocked me. Apparently he doesn't like the truth. So can we all start telling it to him? Benefits News says, how many articles did you manage to place on top tweets before that happened? It didn't take much. Yes, lots and lots and lots of chatter on the DWP and the pension agent in Duncan Smith on my timeline this week. Great stuff. Thank you very much. I'm Alex. Alex Tiffin, at Respect is Vital, man behind Universal Credit Sufferer website. He says, the DWP striptease artist. Oh my God, yes, briefly. This was, of course, the DWP advertising jobs for um, strippers that people claiming job seekers allowance should be forced to go and work as strippers, apparently. Um, if you check out Alex Tiffin's timeline, he was on RTUK News discussing this very topic, actually. Very good little segment by him, so check it out. I will link to it in the show notes. But yes, DWP, making job seekers go for work as strippers. Um, he also put Channel 4 boss saying, journos need to call out lying politicians. Will it happen? This is, of course, the new editor of Channel 4 News, who I touched on in the introduction because she called Boris Johnson a known liar. Will it happen? Um, I think it happens selectively, Alex, doesn't it? it? It happens if the politicians that the media are calling liars aren't too kind of far left or um, or too maybe socialist for them or too, too radical for them. They're, they're quite happy calling out the um, centrists, as some people label them. I prefer to call them neoliberal extremists. Um, they Yes, they're quite happy calling some people liars. It's when it suits their own agenda, Alex, I'm afraid. Um, he also says an update on Nicholas C. Jeffrey, a special episode even, an insight into the battle against the NHS when you're a zebra. Um, yes, this is, of course, my love of my life, Nicola Jeffrey, who, as many of you will know, we've been going through quite a lot with her health at the minute, trying to trying to get her in as best a shape as possible. Details about this on my website, www.mrtopple.com. But yes, Alex, thank you for asking. Nicola is fair to under fair. There we go. That's the best way I can sum it up. Not brilliant, but she's okay, I suppose. Thank you. And as Nicholas said to that sheet, she put Hey Alex, I'm still here, just LOL. Thanks for asking. It's really appreciated and that is definitely something we want to do, but to be honest, I still feel like I'm falling down a rabbit hole with some of this and still need time to get results, treatments, etc. But hopefully we'll get there. Yes, a rabbit hole it is when you delve deeply into chronic health. Check out the Netflix show, Diagnosis. Goodness gracious, that's quite good, I have to say. Yes, check out Netflix, Diagnosis for more on falling down the rabbit hole with chronic illness. But yes, she is my little Alice in Wonderland. And last but not least, Emir of Jokistan. Um, Phoenix 45 blog, an old friend of mine from my Scottish independence days. Um, he said, what will it take for UK Labour to abolish the House of Lords? They've been promising to do it for a century now, yet they fill it with ermine socialists. They're just as bad as blue and yellow Tories. Yeah, there's, a, there's an issue here, isn't there, with Labour and the House of Lords? I mean, the whole archaic notion of having these peers making decisions over what happens in this country unelected really should have been got rid of years ago. But nope, Labour still can't um, get a firm position on that. And as he says, they keep getting them in there, don't they? But to be honest, who else is going to? I mean, we've got one Green peer, Jenny Jones, who went into the House of Lords over a decade ago saying she wanted to do that to change it from within. How's that going, Jenny Jones? Going well as it is in the same way you can change the EU from within the Green Party? Ha! Don't make me laugh. And otherwise, that is it for this week's Twitter Chirps Backing. Thank you so much for all your comments. As always, tweet going out next Thursday night. You lot get involved. Have your say. The BBC will not let you do this. Now for my next music guest. And here's this week's banger in Revolutionary Birdsong. 
My guest on today's show is a legend in the making. Having a career spanning 15 years with one of the most recognisable voices on this planet, he was responsible for, in my opinion, one of the greatest songs ever written. He also is instrumental in bringing back roots in the noughties and paving the way for the now revival movement, which we see in the 2010s. He is an absolute star and I'm really, really humbled to have him on the show. I'm going to give you a clue, listeners, as to who this guest is. He's royal, so royal, and I want him on my show. Yes, I wanted him on my show, and I've got him on my show. I'm so, so excited to be able to introduce to you, Taurus Riley is on the Top of Lung Cage podcast. Taurus, give thanks. Thank you so much for coming on. It is an absolute pleasure to be able to speak to you. Yeah, man, respect, my brother. Once again, we give thanks for the time and the energy and the listeners and everyone. It's a real fancy intro, too, <laughs> I must say. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Taurus, let's get straight down to business. So you have just released a brand new EP, the first EP you've ever released, actually, and it's called Blem. It's, I, I've listened to it and I've listened to it and I've listened to it and I've instantly fallen in love with it. I think it's an absolutely stunning, stunning piece of work, but we'll get into the musical side of it in a little while. It's, it's quite a departure from your last project, which was Love Situation back in 2014. It was sort of heavily um, based around Roots. That was the mainstay of the album with variations off that i mean blem stands for blending life's experiences musically um why did you feel it was time then to to blend life's experiences musically but venturing into kind of different genres like afrobeats and sort of this ambient r&b sound why why was the time now to experiment some more with music well the time is not now i've always been doing it so now i'm just seeing it Mm. You know, Love Situation was a lover's rock, rock steady album. Mm. And before that, I did an album called Macoustic, which is an acoustic album. So I've always been experimenting with different sonics and different sounds, rhythms, tempos, all of that. Mm. So now I'm just saying it, you know. I get the pleasure to work with a a great producer, Easy Beats, you know what I mean? And Mm. we didn't have any genre prejudice. So we just went in and whatever felt good, we just made it. But if you look into, you know, a catalog of music, I've always done R&B kind of flavor songs or dancehall flavor songs, or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now is just a time to just say it because we break out on the scene just before the internet started getting crazy. So a lot of people start, you know, them experience with the internet. So it's like if you don't know, know you know. So we've always given you a blame. If you look at, you know, I have a song with Ellie Golding, powerful, like, like a rock ballad. Mm. You know, I have to give me like a little one drop, you know what I mean? I make all different kind of songs, but I keep my message rooted in the same kind of vibes, you know? So, I call it buffet style. It's an ital buffet, you know? You can pick up any little thing you want to pick up off of the buffet, but remember, it's still ital. So the message don't change, but just the way how we do it. No, absolutely. You, and to be honest, you preempted something I was going to say, actually, because I've seen that Blem's been sort of hailed as experimental from you. And while sort of going into Afrobeat is kind of new territory for you, looking at your back catalogue, you have always been really, really yeah, experimental yeah, and crossing crossing over genres. I mean, if you take, sort of go back to 2009's Contagious album. Yeah, right. Soulmate is like an R&B vibe. Yeah. We have a lot of kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah. Choo-choo. Exactly. And, once again, 
you know, music, if you really look at life, if we're saying that music is life, music is all about blending and blending, you know? Mm. You know, in Jamaica, in it's out of many one people, it's a blend of variety of people. Reggae, authentic reggae have roots in African culture. You know, everything is a blend. Everything is a blend. You have rock guitars from here. You have, you know, music is a nice fusion, naturally. So, to call it blem is just natural. I think I think it's perfect, yeah. So that's really what it is. We live in a time now where people blem, you know. We live a time when people blem, you know. You have people who live in the UK with African parents and Jamaican parents, and then, you know, some people have Korea. Like, the world is a nice mixture. It's a good time to be alive, I tell you the truth. No, I, I don't deny that. And you're right, your music always has been been a blem, as I was saying. I mean, Contagious, you sort of trod this line between Roots and Dancehall and then some sort of really... Exper- I mean, you had um, Vibes Cartel on it, the album. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's great. He's great, man. He's great. He's our next one who will love the blem, though. <laughs> Marley's doing different things. You know, the artists are wired. The artists are wired. They're multi-talented. Mm. And no disrespect, some people can only do one thing. So if you can only do one thing, then do that one thing the best way you can do it. But if you can do more than one thing, then you should do more than one thing. Because it would be an injustice to a creative person to stay in one place. You have to try, you have to push. You have to, you know what I mean, want to do different things. And you have been doing that. And I mean, I, I was listening to um, Parables as well. And that's completely different in some respects to Contagious because that was a real kind of yeah. reggae comes, it was more of a reggae and then soul crossover, wasn't it? It was heavily, yeah, yeah. heavily influenced by sort of soul and R&B, which you can always hear in your voice as well that there's obviously a love of soul music there. I mean, is it is it literally just that you feel this eclecticism you have? Um, it is because, it reflects your life's no, man, experiences. It's just the vibes, man. Yeah. It's just the vibes. It's just my personality, man. It's just the vibes, man. And they're nothing crazy, you know? Mm. It's just the vibes. So is it literally, you go, is it literally you go you go into the studio and sort of whatever vibe you're feeling or whatever kind of, whatever you're feeling that day, whatever divine sort of intervention maybe is happening, that, that then dictates and um, mm-hmm. sort of moves you towards what style you're going to do. Is that how it works? No, I can't tell you how it works. If I tell you how it works, then I'm in a problem. I'll never tell you how it works. Look here. Apologies for that. <laughs> Let's get back to Blem. Blem, I mean, is the the project is amazing. It's absolutely fantastic, and it, it's a perfect. Thank you very much. It, it's stunning, and it's, it's it's a brilliant vehicle vehicle for your versatility. I mean, so we go from it starts off with Feel It, which is like this bang up to date kind of smooth kind of dance hall, um, but you do it in your own um, imitable style, which is a sort of soulful, smoky vocals, and you you do this great thing throughout the track where you slide kind of between the semitone and the tone with your voice sort of filling the gap in between each note it's absolutely absolutely glorious and then you've got gal with um stoneboy which is this sort of upbeat funky afrobeat come r&b i remember track. gal is an acronym g-y-a-l and it stands for girl you i love exactly not gal as in because, you know, a lot of people think as gal as a derogatory term but it's g-y-a-l Exactly. Yeah, and that, and that's, again, genius move by your part to completely flip that term around and turn it into something positive, actually, um, as opposed to, like you say, there's sort of negative connotations around that word, isn't there? It's quite often derogatory. Um, but brilliant track with Stoneboy. Then you move on to Kryptonite, which is this 
delicious reggae Afrobeat fusion and again you, your delivery on it vocally is superb it's this real rapid fire um, lyrically sort of rhythmically very very diverse but rapid fire vocals on that absolutely brilliant and then we move on to Dangerous Water, Waters with Leela Ike who's sensational she was on the show a few weeks ago she's absolutely brilliant um, and it's kind of this new wave um, new wave kind of reggae sound which is very much like the revival movement then you've got Trust Issues which is a brilliant down tempo kind of ambient R&B track and you finish up with the gorgeous Just Love with um, Nia V um, this brilliant kind of soul pop track and we have more than one version of that song I must say oh is there yeah yeah we have another one that's supposed to be released like any minute now oh, with just you know more lyrics you know Just Love she, Nia V did a great job with her mm. vocals and thing and her style we also have another version with more lyrics you know because that song just kept writing itself it just kept on going and going and going mm. so we don't want want people to hear the, you know the other versions and so forth that's a good thing about Blem there's, there's, it doesn't stop it's just it's a thing that's super creative no absolutely I'm look, looking forward to that excellent sounds really 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 good I mean you've, you've so you've employed the talents of some sort of young upcoming artists like Lila Ike I mean Stoneboy's obviously cemented as an artist as it is um, and obviously production credits go to Izzy Beats I mean Taurus, looking back at your own sort of start in the music industry all those years ago now, do you think it's easier or harder for young up-and-coming artists to be able to break through and be able to start getting careers for themselves? How has it, it changed? It's easier to get popular, but I don't know. It's easier to get popular mm. because, I mean, popularity is... That's what people search for now. People search to be popular. Mm. And in our time, when we did, but a lot of people never know who we look and just know how our song sounds. You know? But nowadays, because of the internet, think about it. In my father's time, he had to send music to England or Europe, and it would take weeks, even sometimes months. Mm-hmm. Now, you push a button, and the song is all over the world. So that's much easier. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if Bob Marley had the internet? Wow. If Bob Marley had the internet, then that would be crazy, because with this kind of revolutionary mind, and how he was thinking at that time. If he had the internet, it would be a big, 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 big thing. So there's ways to get your music heard. There's only for different platforms. But then in the same breath, because there's so much music now, you have to search harder for the for, for the cream of the crop. Mm. And I'm not here to talk about like whose music is good. I mean, that's the people's choice. But in the same breath, it's like, you know, we all know a good song. We all know a good song. Chandra, Favorite, whatever, favorite, we all know a good song. Mm. So sometimes it's harder to, sometimes you're bombarded with so much music, you don't get time to live with the song. You know, you don't get time to hear what's going on because it's like every week it's a new flavor. Boom, 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 boom. Mm. Just a lot, you know what I mean? But I mean, I would say it's easier because I mean, it's easier to be seen for sure because I mean, you have a lot of people who are just popular who just need a record. And there's a lot of people who have good records and nobody don't hear them. So it's, it's a blame also. <laughs> <laughs> That too in itself is a blend. No, indeed. I mean, there's some, there's some absolutely fantastic artists out there doing doing some great, great work. And you sort of look on their YouTube views, and it's like just in the thousands. And it's 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 yeah, it's very it's very strange. Just to wrap up, Taurus, what is what is in store for you for the rest of the year? Obviously, um, Blem's just recently dropped. Just, we're still we're still in the midst of festival season, so I'm, I'm sure you've got more more dates and shows coming up. But what's in store for the rest of 2019 for Taurus Riley? 
we're going to bring the blame on the road, definitely. Excellent. And um, we're going to have more details about that. Until then, let's go and live with it because it's, you know, I mean, it's like a good song. Mm. Let's get familiar with it because, I mean, it's really nice. I put my heart into it. And we're definitely going to be on the road with it again. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Excellent, that is fantastic. Taurus Riley, it's been such a pleasure to speak to you. I mean, blame yeah, Thanks, man. Hey, listen, you're listening up. I'm in Jamaica. You're calling me from all the way across the world. <laughs> I appreciate you, man, and I appreciate the platform and your time. That's very good. You're talking to anybody in the world, and you try to talk to me, so I also give thanks for that. Thank I remember you. when I was in my bathroom singing and I wanted to be a singer, mm. and I couldn't wait to do interviews and travel and tour and stuff like that. So I don't take it for granted that we are talking to spending this time, man. Give thanks, bro. Thank you. And you should be extremely, extremely proud of Blame. It's an absolutely fantastic project and all the links will be in the show notes for where you can get your hands on it. For the minute, Taurus Riley, I do hope you'll come back on the podcast again. But like I say, it's been a treat chatting to you. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, my brother, respect, man. I keep in touch, man. Keep the link. I'm big up all the listeners. They don't know all Jamaica, Northern England. Hustle hard, work hard. Everything is everything. We're representing with the music, right? You're a singer, sing it, sing it. <laughs> Blessings. Thank you. He's royal, so royal, and I had him on my show. Yes, Taurus Riley, what an absolute superstar he is. It was such, such a privilege to be able to chat to such a living legend, in my opinion. He was absolutely fantastic. Really lovely guy as well, full of jokes, full of life, energy just steaming out of him. Really, really, really blessed to have the opportunity to speak with him. And Blem is absolutely sensational. I urge you to go and download the album now. All the links will be in the show notes. However, here is one of my favourite tracks from Blem by Taurus Riley. All the tracks are superb, but this one is particularly good in my opinion. This is Taurus Riley with the fantastic Kryptonite of his latest EP, Blem. Taurus Riley, Kryptonite. Check it out. Absolutely amazing. So man, I give me yet day to me mad day, but me no want to use panadol. Me a cool and cool and mete, me a man. No matter how the girl a bow a shang, you know she a wish it to man. Every time she drop it like a man, but woman a we weakness tradition. Kryptonite Superman, checking at the first days, ask Adam. Samson and Salaman Tell you we can't live without a man Every man for your one She will make you turn your friend and not enemy She will marry you all if you want to take your money Have a face and have a shape and have a quality Still me not go make that girl and tell me something You know see I wish she do to man we make you spend a million So wanna give me yet day For me mad But me no want to use Panadol Me a cool and cool and mete Me a man No matter how the girl have a shang Body like a treasure and she born with the gold Every man I look you when you come up on the road Something about a woman where you can't get around Like gravity pulling I have no control So wanna give me yet day Mad But me no want to use Panadol Me a cool and cool and mete Me a man no matter how that girl up, I was strong. You know, see, I wish it to man. And they tell she drop it like a man. She will make you turn your friend and be not enemy. She will marry you all if you want to take your money. Have a face 
and every shape and every quality. Screaming, I'm gonna make that girl like that, Miss Savage. You know, see, I wish you do to man. She will make you spend a billion. So, man, I give me yet. So, man, I give me yet. And that's it. Series 2, episode 16 of Top Line Caged is done. I'd like to thank my fantastic guest this week, the incredible Firekin. Follow him on Twitter, it's at Firekin Music. And the sensational Taurus Riley. Follow him on Twitter, it's at Taurus Riley JA. As always, behind the scenes, thank you to the love of my life, the gorgeous Nicola Jeffrey. Follow her on Twitter, it's at Nicholas E. Jeffrey. My man behind the booth, sound engineer Gav Pause. Follow him on Twitter, it's at Pause with AC Radio. And my in house singer, it's Ray Star Music. Follow her on Twitter, it's at Ray underscore Star 113. Thank you to the Canary for encaging me. I will see you next week. Uncaged.